My name is David Lilliet and I'm the creator of the Deborah Formula, which is a simple but powerful system for helping people to achieve their life desires. This system can help to take you from a place of being unfulfilled and dissatisfied to a place of clarity and contentment. How do I know that the Deborah Formula can do this for you? I know because the system worked for me after I created it in 2008. Like most creations in life, there is a story behind how this particular creation came about, and this short podcast is going to tell you some of that story. Now, back in 2008, when I was 41 years old, I'd just begun what has gone on to become a 15-year relationship with my wife, Sarah, the mom of my two youngest children, Eleanor and Evie. Now, at the time, I was very happy and stimulated in my personal relationship with Sarah, but in almost every other aspect of my life, I was lost and confused and discontented. I managed feelings of confusion and perhaps a tiny bit of anxiety, although I never bracketed it as such back then. No one would have sensed my state of mind. As a deep thinker, I internalised everything and displayed a positive front to all the people in my life, pretty much all of the time. And then one Sunday afternoon, when Sarah and I were relaxing at her home in Lancashire, but quietly my mind was racing with aspects of uncertainty and discontentment. My thoughts mainly revolved around my work. You see, a year before, I'd made the decision to leave a very well-paid director's position for a large company called RCI, now part of the global hotel giants Wyndham, and I'd left them to set up my own marketing and business development consultancy type of micro-agency. Now, some aspects of this self-employed venture had gone really well. Others not so well, but certainly I was doing far better than I'd envisaged. Though I'd reached the point I needed to stop my mind racing, it was like a record that was playing the same song over and over again, and I needed to apply a process and some logic to my life to stop this racing mind. Now, for as long as I can remember, I've been a solutions orientated person i'm just made and wired that way and so the process of writing things down helped me to rationalize so there i was back in 2008 i used a blackberry smartphone i'm sure you can remember them you don't really see them around anymore and i use this both for my private and personal activity and so i pulled out my blackberry opened up the notepad and began to write down some questions the first question was a simple one. What makes me the happiest, I wrote. Hmm. The next question was equally short and simple. When do I feel in the best moods, and what are the reasons why? I carried on writing, and then this time I wrote, When do I feel most optimistic? I also began to ask myself the opposite to these more positive-orientated questions. So I asked myself, when am I least happy? Why is this? What makes me feel unhappy? What makes me feel pessimistic? What makes me feel anxious? What makes me feel irritated? I was asking myself these questions because I wanted to try and pinpoint the aspects of life that were making me feel so uncertain and discontent that were causing my mind to race. As I wrote down each question, I paused for contemplation. And in doing so, I immediately realized this wasn't going to be a quick exercise. These questions needed some serious evaluation. I'd never thought about such deep questions before. 
As I say that to you, I'm going to pause and ask you, my listener, to think about that. Have you asked yourself these types of questions? What makes me happiest? When do I feel in the best moods and why? When do I feel most optimistic? Be honest. Have you ever asked yourself these types of questions in such a formal way before? And if you have, have you ever written down the answers? In my experience, and this is over the last 15 years, when I talk to people about life planning, less than 5% of the people that I ask in detail confirm that they write down these types of questions and answers in writing. Now I think there's a message in that revelation somewhere. In my experience, the small number of people who have answered such questions are usually beautifully happy and they're existing on a solid life pathway. They know what they want to achieve, they have a bucket list, they've got all of their tools and resources in place to help them achieve it. But it's a small percentage of people who've done that. So going back to my situation, naturally in this process I was pushing myself through my own questions. And the questions began to change as I pushed myself down this path of deep but enlightening self-evaluation. It took me a couple of weeks to complete the full list of questions. And then once I'd settled on the questions that I wanted to answer, it took me quite a while, six weeks actually to be precise, to actually answer those questions. Now I'm not going to use this podcast to explain what the answers to my own questions were. Of course, some of the commitments I made to myself in Deborah are private and sensitive, but some of them I am happy to share. Firstly, I committed that I would resist the offers of six-figure jobs from organisations and that I would remain self-employed. I decided that if I wanted to enjoy high six-figure earnings, I was going to find my own way to accomplish that. I liked the thoughts of the freedom it gave me. I liked working from different places. I liked variety and working on different projects. I liked to work with people who I felt warm towards. I wanted to try and find people that could help me grow, that could challenge me, that I could learn things from. And I concluded that it wasn't going to be easy to do that in an employed environment. I also committed that I would focus on making sure that I did much more of what I loved and much less of the activities that put me in a more negative place. Now, of course, I had a document that told me what I liked and didn't like, and I'd thought about it. I also committed to focus on my health, plenty of exercise, eating the right foods, not drinking any alcohol, not smoking, not taking drugs. And I have to say, I've largely followed that with a few slips. I have to confess, I've never and never done any drugs and never would. But, you know, maybe there's been times when I could have exercised more and ate a better more healthy and nutritious diet. As I reflect back on what the Deborah formula did for me and ask myself why it worked for me, the answers and reasons behind it are very simple. I realise that in life there are many people, probably the majority of people, who simply drift and hope. And then there are people who plan and navigate. And in my experience, the people who plan and navigate is typically 5% of people. The vast majority drift and hope. So I began to use that sentence as I was talking to other people when they were talking to me about life planning. I asked them the question, do you drift and hope or do you plan and navigate? Now this is a very powerful question. 
I decided that I would always be a planner and a navigator, and so it has proven. Now, in the research that I did to support the potential effectiveness of my Deborah formula, I looked at the science behind making plans of writing down what people call goals. I prefer to call them desires. And I concluded that not having a written plan was like going on a long journey without a specific destination in mind and with no map book to help me along the journey. I concluded that my chances of getting anywhere using this method were slim to say the least. And whilst I would never knock people who choose not to plan, those who choose to drift and hope, if that works for you, that works for them, that's great. But I wasn't going to be a drifter and a hoper. I wasn't going to be one of the people who was pushed around based on things going on in the world where I had no control at all over my circumstances. And I concluded that if I were to be a planner and a navigator, I would be more in control of my destiny. It's a simple fact to say that if you have a realistic destination in mind, and you write down a sensible plan to get there, your chances of doing so are much stronger. Now, I emphasize, if you have a realistic plan, and you write that down, and it's a sensible plan, your chances of doing so are much stronger. I'm not talking to you on this podcast, endorsing pie-in-the-sky ideas that are, in some cases, for some people, impossible. I'm talking about the importance of a realistic plan. Focusing more on the Deborah formula, the question it's going to ask you are simple, but they are laser focused and incredibly thought provoking. They'll make you think about what you want from your life more than you've ever done before. The questions will compel you to make the sort of plan that you've never made before. And here's the good news in a world full of people wanting to charge you money for everything they offer to you that's of any value. I can confirm you'll get information on how to apply the Deborah formula to your life completely free of charge. This is not like one of those YouTube adverts where they tell an amazing story, they get you curious and you want to click and you want to do something. I promise you, you can access the Deborah formula and complete the exercise completely free of charge. I won't be trying to get you to pay for it now. If people want to work with me after they've completed the Deborah formula, they want to talk to me in a bit more detail, that's a completely different matter. But I won't be chasing anyone for this. My hope is the Deborah formula helps people to design a life that makes them happy and content and where they get to achieve their life desires. And if that happens for lots and lots of people, it will make me incredibly happy. And I would love to hear your story if you apply Deborah to your life and you feel the transformation that I felt. If that happens and if that's the case, please email me to my personal email address, which is david at thelkham.com. And that's spelt david at t-h-e-l-k-h-u-m.com. Link will be in the show notes. And that email comes through to me personally, not to a team of people that are filtering your emails. If you've got a story, I'll read all about it. I'd love to hear your progress, maybe pictures and videos, potentially even get you on a podcast like this to tell your story. So here's hoping that the Deborah formula works for you in the way that it's worked for me. And I send this message to you with my love and very best wishes. You've been listening to David Lilly, the creator of the Deborah formula. Thank you.